Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for listening to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 49, and I am going to not title this one. This one, I felt like 49 episodes ago, I really need to be true to myself. And I started this podcast as a way to talk about anxiety openly. I like to talk about other things on episodes and so forth, but to be true to myself, this was an anxiety podcast about how I suffer from anxiety. You may be completely different. So what I say about myself does not mean that it is the same thing that you should or that you do suffer from. I wanted to talk about a couple of things about anxiety and how they're labeled and classified at each one. So there's generalized anxiety disorder, aka GAD, G-A-D. There's also health anxiety. There's obsessive compulsive disorder, which is OCD. There's panic disorder. Uh, There's PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and social anxiety. I suffer from what's called health anxiety um, and general anxiety disorder, followed by it's secondary to my anemia. And everybody on my anemia page, my support group, I will say that 9 out of 10 people have horrible anxiety. You, I suggest, if you don't know what your culprit is, and there may not be a culprit. There may be something that is an underlying thing with you. I always suggest that you get seen first to get the clean bill of health to make sure that there's nothing really is wrong with you and that's why you have anxiety. Because anxiety can follow so many different illnesses, but anxiety can be anxiety on its own. And we all know anxiety is a bitch. It's a daily thing that you have that you suffer from that you have to learn to realize that your body is doing what it's supposed to do. It just doesn't know when it's supposed to do it. So it does it all the time or it does it randomly. And so getting to that trigger point of finding why you're having anxiety is a huge thing. Um, I wanted to talk about when it comes to anxiety and you think you're so alone, The one thing that helps me is knowing that people like celebrities also have anxiety. I know it's so messed up for me to think that way, but it makes me at ease that, you know what, they're real people too, and they suffer. They may have so much money to help fix and see all these therapists that we all can't afford. But at the end of the day, I have to tell myself, I'm a mom, I'm a military wife, I am a woman, I am in my mid-30s, I'm prone to anxiety anyways. I did not have the ideal childhood. I had a great childhood, but I did grow up with a brother who was an alcoholic and a drug addict, and it took a toll on the family. So could that be why I'm anxious? I don't think so, but it definitely made life interesting growing up. So a couple of the celebrities that I looked up that have anxiety, again, a lot of them had a reason to have anxiety, whether it was medical reason or a breakup or something like that. So the first one was Oprah Winfrey, which I am completely shocked about because she looks like she has it all together. The other one is Stephen Colbert, and um, I do remember hearing a lot about his anxiety. Um, The one I never saw coming was Kourtney Kardashian, Um, and she says that when she's very anxious, she avoids caffeine, alcohol, and too much sugar, which is a huge trigger for anxiety. Sugar... And caffeine is a big one. Uh, Busy Phillips, Kristen Stewart, Adele. But again, I think Adele's, hers is more like stage presence. I don't have that. I'm not getting on stage in front of anybody. 
So her anxiety is warranted, you know. Missy Elliott, Kim Kardashian West. Was she going to drop the West? I don't know. Uh, Kristen Bell, which she's had since she was a child, but she is also takes medication, which no shame in that. Uh, Ellie Goulding, uh, Emma Stone, Miley Cyrus, and uh, Sarah Silverman, Lena Dunham, Demi Lovato, which I will say this about Demi Lovato. I have been listening to her. There's two songs that I absolutely love of hers, and they're quite deep and dark. And it's um, Anyone and I Love Me. And the Anyone is like a really big trigger for me. I love listening to it because it really does um, speak to me a lot. I didn't turn to alcohol or drugs or anything for my anxiety or depression. But she talks a lot about that in her music. Like some of it, it sounds really nice and epi, but it's dark. Um, the other one is Rachel Bloom, which I absolutely love her. Uh, Dan Harris from ABC. And then there's a whole another list. And the biggest one that I felt really close to who came or who suffers from anxiety and she has fibromyalgia is Lady Gaga. If you ever watched her, her uh, documentary on, I think it's Netflix, watch it. It's really good. Uh, Selena Gomez, but hers was after she got her transplant. Uh, we did Steven Square. Ariana Grande, well, again, she has a reason why. She literally, the suicide bomber attack. Um, Michael Phelps. Selma Blair, again, she has some, she has MS. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Gina Rodriguez. So I can tell that she has anxiety. She's very bouncy. She's very, you can just tell. Uh, I think I talked about Emma Stone, Carson Daly. Uh, Prince Harry, again, you know, the poor guy lost his mom in a tragedy. Jennifer Lopez, I never would have saw that one. Uh, Gabrielle Union, Leonardo DiCaprio. The list goes on and on, people. On and on. So just remember, you're not alone. Some of my symptoms that I have, oh, <laughs> how many hours are in a day? But um, I get like numbness, tingling, uh, where I can't speak. I get twitches. I get throat, feel like someone's choking me in my throat. I get chest pains, arrhythmia, which it actually shows arrhythmia. Um, I get numbness, weakness, little spots on my back that go numb, spots on my head. Like the weirdest one is I feel like water's dripping on one spot, like a quarter size on my head. I get that a lot. I get the where I feel like I can't take a deep breath. Um, I get the muffled hearing, the tinnitus. I get the ringing. I get the um, headaches and the neck aches. And I mean, the list goes on. A tunnel vision is a huge one. Sometimes I'll look at something and um, I'll see either black spots or like these clear worms. It's so weird. But again, you know, I don't, I suffer from depression, but I don't suffer from depression, if that makes sense. I don't feel depressed. I don't feel stressed, but my body's stressed in some way. So there are like vitamins and so forth that you can take. But again, I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you what to take. You'll have to find those out yourself. Um, I do not shame anybody that takes medication. And I've gone over this a million times. You do you, boo-boo. 
but for me, I'm a control freak and I don't like to have side effects and I don't like to have symptoms from taking medicine to help one thing, but it creates a million other things. Um, yeah, I think my stress and my anxiety is not only from my anemia, but also the fact that I had a traumatic delivery with my first daughter. Um, my brother was a drug and alcoholic, um, a drug addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um, my mom had breast cancer, skin cancer. She had thyroid cancer. My dad just had a, like a, a widow's maker. Um, my father-in-law has been ill, you know, um, all these things that, that go on and on and on, um, can really stress you out. Um, yesterday, because I had that migraine with Aura, uh, three weeks ago where I had different symptoms, I had an MRI and MRI, I had an MRI yesterday of my head and usually I would panic, but I, I've got it down to a science now. So when I lay in the bed to go into the tube, which is, you know, for all of us, I feel like, you know, scared to be buried alive. That's what it feels like, but you can get through it. I wear my husband's face mask like a sleeping mask. And then, um, I put on the headphones that they have. And then when they put me in, I start to panic. But this time I said to myself, you need to do one thing out of your comfort, your comfort zone today. That is the way to heal anxiety is this. You will be so upset at yourself if you don't follow through with this. So I did it. He put me in. I said, hold on a second. Before I told him to pull me out, I took a deep breath. I held it for four. Well, I was breathing in for four, held it for four, and then blew out for seven. I held on to the little thing that they give you to squeeze when you, when you like need to rescue you. And I knew that they were putting the cage over my head, but I couldn't see. And I laid there and I counted to 60. And then I restarted and counted to 60. And restarted and counted to 60 until it hit the 20 minutes when I was done. And when I got out of there, I felt like I had conquered the world. I felt so amazing. The MRI guy probably thought I was crazy <laughs> because I was like, oh my God, I did it. I did it. I did it. I was so proud of myself for not being pulled out a couple times and then having them start over and restart, restart. The biggest thing is like, you need to find a doctor that believes in you, that doesn't just think you have anxiety until you rule out everything else. Because sometimes doctors will hear the word anxiety and they'll blanket everything. It's just your anxiety. Oh, you're bleeding from your anus. It's just your anxiety. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they like to use that as like a cover for all. So just make sure you you stay on top of your health. You are your own advocate. And I got this app called Dare. So I was reading the book Dare. I haven't gotten very far because it makes me sleepy. I must be honest. But I got the app that goes with it called Dare. And yes, you can buy the subscription, but they do have some great free things. So this morning I was braiding my hair into French braids. Yes, I like to say that because this, my hair is long enough now. But anyways, I was braiding my hair and I felt panic for no reason. Like my eyesight went funny. So I hit the app and it literally for six minutes brought me down from that. The whole thing is, is like you need to sit there and think, your body is doing the right thing, but for some reason, for us, it feels so wrong because of the fact that we don't know why it's creating anxiety, but because you've been in this situation before, or you've had this feeling before and your body goes, oh, snap, here's what we need to do. 
we need to make your whole body numb. We need to make you shit yourself. Not really shit yourself, but you know what I mean, your stomach. We got to make you do all these things. So the whole thing is to get your right and your, your, your mind right and your subconscious mind right and to, to de-escalate it very fast or realize it'll pass. This too will pass. You survived the last one. You will survive this one. Like the guy said in the app, not one person has died from anxiety. Okay. You don't die from anxiety itself. Right? So on that note, I hope you have an amazing Tuesday. And tomorrow is the last day of school before spring break. And I'm going to go crazy. But that's okay. Because hopefully we can do some things on this lockdown. <laughs> Said no one ever. I guess we'll just stay in our little bubble. But I hope you have a great day. And thanks for tuning in. And if you don't like me talk about anxiety, this is not the podcast for you. Until next time, thanks for listening to Status Random. This is episode 49, no title.